0: All right. Hey, everybody. This is four transplants and a microphone. Welcome back. We've got around the table with me here. We've got Russell Hughes. We have Jack Tompkins. We have Brandon Avinia, and myself. I am Brian Johnson. So we've got a great episode for you today. We are broadcasting from the Fox and Hound outside of Charlotte in the North Lake area. So thank you for them for the fine food. Uh, we'll give them a shout out early. We, we normally do it at the end, but I guess today's a different day. So all right guys, what's on your mind?
1: Well, just got back from camping. So we figured we would talk about some of the Clamping ha- or camping. It was camping. Okay. It was real deal. Walk up a, a there's a, about a two mile hike in that goes up a fall. And um, I've done the hike many times. I don't think I've done the hike with a full pack.
2: Is that it why you had to camp a new and stay over?
1: Yeah, because I almost passed out. It was like I didn't anticipate camping, but like I, it was either that or die. (laughs) So yeah, we just kind of went for it. But we figured we, you know, there's a lot of amazing things to do in in the Carolinas and around Charlotte. Charlotte's kind of perfectly situated. uh, So you can get to the beach in two hours, you can get to the mountains in two hours. So uh, the place I went was a place called South Mountain State Park. It's about an hour and a half from here and just an amazingly beautiful place. And you're, it's just, Especially if you're coming here from a more populated area, to be able to be truly out in the woods in an hour and a half is one of the kind of neat, neat things
2: about Charlotte. It's very true, and we talked about in one of the last episodes of being, you can be in uptown Charlotte, and then in a mile or two, be in the suburbs, and then in less than an hour, you can be at a mountain hiking. Yep.
3: Now, when you were out there, were you actually by yourself, or was it crammed up? To- no, that, that was a neat thing. I
1: mean, it was midweek. It was a Thursday night, so that's a little different. But there was five camping sites here. And, and the good news is they're primitive camping sites. It's basically a broke a, a fire ring, and a, and a privy. So not not the crazy family environment. There's a, a different area for family camping. And there was three of the five um, spots were where full, but there's good 100 feet 200 feet between campsites so it's like you know we didn't even know anybody else was there we were probably the loudest people out there and we were around a campfire
3: just two of us just you know talking so it was neat yeah i, I, I was telling before the podcast that we used to do it twice a year when we'd go camping and if we didn't leave friday at six in the morning mm-hmm. there would be no camp spots oh yeah and there was like 15 camp spots up there and then you're up there and there's 20 or 30 campsites that are full and most of them are Boy Scouts so if you get the uh, Boy Scouts activities going, you're trying to get the peace and quiet of the <laughs> <laughs> When you're, you're talking, this is your California life. Yeah, this is California, so <clears throat> there is no secluded place to go. I mean, unless you go way outside of, you know, like six, seven hours, but even then, if someone knows about it, everybody knows about it, yeah. so you're not getting any kind of seclusion. There was a waterfall you could hike to in, I forget which trail it was, but it's it's in the foothills of Southern California and you'd get to the waterfall and there's 500 people there, oh, trash everywhere. And a film crew. Yeah, it's just, it's, <laughs> it's it's crazy. It's it's like, you can't even get away if you want to get away. We'd go to the desert and we'd go almost all the way out to the Calexico border and cram. I mean, there were yep. so many people out there and you're out yes. in the middle of the desert and there's 5,000 people.
1: Well, and there's definitely those places in Charlotte. I mean, we had we went camping one time, and the, our campsite was about ten feet from the next campsite. And then <clears throat> someone decided that they needed a fire at five o'clock in the morning, and so they started chopping wood a hundred feet down the hill from us. And then they realized that they woke up the entire camp uh, site, which is a couple hundred people, and they got in their car and left. And I'm like, what? So I mean, there is definitely those. There are those places, but. Like, you can make a reservation on South Mountains or, or tons of other places. Pisgah National Forest, there's Watch tons your of, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's tons of places out there. Asheville, all the areas around Asheville. Then there's Cherokee national forest there's uh, by virginia border there's uh, the little ponies out at a time of and on what the little ponies are located they're just across the virginia border so there's
3: just amazing
1: opportunities to get the
3: get yeah. the heck out of dodge and yeah i actually moved out here with a trailer and just because <coughs> i never never actually used it i i moved out here stayed in it for like 30 days while we were getting our house situated yeah and it sat in a lot for two and a half years and never used it after that. So we ended up just selling it because everyone's like, ah, oh, there's tons of places to go. And it's like, hey, you guys want to go? Nah. No. I mean, so much other
2: stuff to do, though, too. With, yeah.
0: with, with the housing market and the way it is, you could have advertised it as a free, you know, move, oh, yeah, in, you move in ready house. Uh, <laughs> telling you, you guys have
3: a, a, a RV to sell. Now's the time because I got, I got face. I mean, I didn't lose money on the trailer, which is. Yeah. Bed, so. yeah,
1: four years later.
3: Yeah, I bought it's a two thousand and sixteen, so yeah. And I got what I pretty much owed on it. So I That's used amazing. the crap out of it and got my money back. Wow. It's amazing. Yeah. 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 Didn't
2: didn't lose a dollar. It's not bad. But to your point though, Russell, there's uh, King's Mountain is like, you know, ten minutes from the city. Yep. There's a whole lot of stuff for the outdoorsy people, tying it back to the whole we're all transplants, coming from Connecticut. Camping was a thing. I never grew up camping. I've Never really been a huge fan of it, but it's because, like, Connecticut wasn't, it wasn't its thing. Because it was cold. Because it was <laughs> cold, right. If you're not going in July, you should probably, like, stay indoors. Yeah. But Charlotte, there's a whole lot of opportunity in, like, outdoor things in general, hiking.
1: Whitewater kayaking center. or whitewater, yeah, rafting. <coughs> and there's a place called the NOC, the Natahala Outdoor Center, which is amazing, amazing people. It's right on the AT on the Appalachian Trail. By the way, if you move here, it is not Appalachia; it is Appalachia. Thank you very much. Learn it, know it. I didn't know that. Yeah, Appalachia. Appalachia. All,
0: all the Appalachia. are a little bit different. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Than, yes. Than, and, and, if you're north, north of the Mason-Dixon line, you, you don't pronounce everything correct. correctly. Correct. correct. Appalachian. Yeah. Yeah. Coming from you know where I was at in Ohio, so Northwest is, I mean, flat. There's it, like Ohio has this weird like line that goes down the middle that you're on the the eastern half and you know southeastern northeastern you have hills and you're kind of in the building up to the Appala-
1: appalachian yeah, mountain appalachian yeah you got it <laughs> that,
0: that, that big mountain range in the east right yeah. um and building up to it you, you where i'm where i'm at like camping was a decently big thing but you went two directions you either went into Michigan mm-hmm. and you'd go like you know further into you know the wooded areas and a lot of great places there or you'd go more southeast and you go down to like Hocking Hills or something that was a big spot in Ohio that God you know, bless you yeah thank you yeah <laughs> but uh, you you didn't ever I mean there was nothing to go like I was three and a half hours from Hocking Hills so for me I'm far closer to a mountain than I was to a hill Yeah, you know, if that makes sense yeah so. yeah and That's
1: here weird. you got mountains and hills <clears throat> in half an hour. It's awesome. Mount Mitchell, by the way, to follow up on the last time, Mount Mitchell is the highest mountain east of the uh, Mississippi. Yeah in that's that's for all
0: of our audience members that fact checked that yeah, one fact checked uh,
1: yeah. fact check true
0: R- Russell fact checked himself on that one
1: what was the height on it cuz you guessed wrong six, six, uh, six, six, it was 62 six, it was 60, a little bit yeah. a little bit higher than you yeah, thought Yeah yeah it was quite a bit higher than I thought I mean, it's over I, miles. over yeah. I used to be in for the numbers people in Colorado and uh, yeah so when I, I my definition of mountain and Appalachian definition of mountain are quite different
3: yeah their skiing here's at like 3500 Exactly yeah, because yeah, Mount Baldy was 10,600 or yeah. something like and that. Yeah, Mount Baldy,
1: for those of you who don't know, is the worst of the local mountains in Southern California, and it's still, yeah, a good-sized mountain.
3: Uh, yeah, and it's it wasn't a big ski spot, but if you went there, you better know how to ski because it was pretty legit going down
2: the face yeah. of it. That's, so I never thought of Southern California as like a skiing place. Oh, yeah. Which, I know what it is now, yep. but I never thought of it as that. And I did think of Charlotte as like, Charlotte's still got four seasons, mm-hmm. and you, you have a season two ski. <clears throat> I know right. it exists everywhere, but Charlotte kind of, it's much more, well, like, of course there's skiing there in Charlotte.
1: There's winter, yeah. I mean, when you go to Boone in the in the winter, I mean, there's like, I don't know if anybody has gone, done the, why I'm blanking, the tubing, the snow tubing. No, yes, I took my kids there last did year. Did you? It's fun. I mean it's it's Sounds it's fun. fun. So but you get up to Boone and you're like, "Oh wow, it's 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 winter." And then you drive down to Charlotte and you're like, "Oh, it's just cold." Yeah. And There's no snow anywhere. It's just I'm freezing. But yeah, it's 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 neat. There's a lot to do. There's surfing at Riceville Beach and um down in Wilmington.
3: Um, That's a cool spot. Yeah. It, it kind of reminds me of Newport a little bit, but mm-hmm. it's a cool spot. I I we went to a uh, hurricanes game in like hey you guys want to go a little bit further and go see the ocean because we would never seen the 40 to the very end yeah so we've actually hit the 40 from coast to coast and we went out to Wrightsville it's a nice nice spot don't go probably in the summertime to look for a parking New. spot. you won't find New. one No. Yeah. <laughs> there's
1: a good r- pier seven or pier three or pier four pier there's a pier something Single it's a Mexican digits. place in yeah it seems legit in Wrightsville just look for the pier Mexican joint with the line outside it's freaking good Really good.
0: So, huh, does that go back to like you can actually find tacos? I, yeah, I was just gonna make
1: yeah. That yeah point. No, they're 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 <clears throat> legit. They're they're delicious. Or is
3: it just shrimp tacos? I can't remember what your, uh, your no, problem is here. Abomination of uh, fish tacos that you had, shredded cod with flour tortilla and. Which place was that? Did you go to Baja
1: Taco or whatever? Or here one in Noda? Cabo Fish no. Taco. No. Cabo, Cabo Fish, fish Taco, taco.
3: Yeah, you of, yeah. You went to popular. the, we were, I forget what restaurant it was, and the would
2: go, Look, I got fish tacos. I'm like, No. No. <laughs> this is not a fish taco. <laughs> so for the Southern California boys, I'm calling you boys, <laughs> Russell and Brandon. Talk about the taco scene in Charlotte, because I come from Connecticut. I'm like, oh, cool! The it's taco a taco. Scene? It's great. Yeah, there is, no, there is no friggin' taco scene. There's a taco
1: abomination, and um, there's actually. I mean, this is how bad it is. There's Paco's Tacos in South Park was like probably the best taco in town for a while, and it was it was good, but. I've heard the Cabo Fish Taco is, is pretty good. I've been there quite a few times. Yep. And there's one in Noda and one in, in Ballantine. I've heard it's, it's decent, and I, I've seen them on, like, Triple D or something like that. It seems like they know what they're doing.
2: Yeah. But, they have good uh, stuff. So, I mean, again, huge sample size coming from Connecticut where yeah. everything's going to be better, but I think they got pretty legit tacos to Southern California. No.
0: But <laughs> well, well, Jack, the Jack's entire
1: food scene in Charlotte to Southern California is Brandon. <laughs>
0: yes. So J- Jack, Jack, though his level of comparison is like if Cabo Fish Taco only stayed open till 3 a.m., like my other favorite taco place that I grew up loving, we'd be all set.
1: Yeah, that's that's an
3: oddity out here. I don't know if it's just a Mooresville thing. But the sidewalks definitely roll up around 8.30, 9 o'clock. If you don't get to somewhere to eat, you're yeah. going to eat
2: McDonald's. I was talking about this with some other millennials the other weekend, and there's not a whole lot of late-night food. You can get no. late-night pizza. You can get late-night fried chicken at the Shell Station on South Boulevard, uh, which is voted the best uh, fried chicken. After night? Like, prices after closed? Oh, no, it was even before prices closed. Wow. Yeah. So there's like two spots to get late night food.
1: When we first moved here, the top four restaurants on Yelp in Charlotte were food car, or were food trucks. And the fact that the best fried chicken in town is, now that prices is closed, is a Shell station on South Boulevard. I mean, it's just, it's weird because we're surrounded on all sides. You go down to Charleston, you cannot walk 10 feet without
2: walking into an amazing restaurant. Asheville the same way so there's a there's a lot so charlotte doesn't really have an identity because it's such a transplant town right so there's no like clear like this is great mexican food this is great sushi this is great anything there's there's a whole lot of like good restaurants i would say there's a yeah. few great there's a lot that are just in kind of that middle tier
1: and i i, I want to give a shout out to fig tree i mean fig tree is consistently an amazing amazing restaurant so it's an old historical house so it's but it's you, you never even know. You just look it up. Go to Fig Tree. Order the elk. It's fantastic. But other than that, I, I don't know that there's any really great.
0: When you order it, you see them dragging it in from the front yard. And oh yeah, the yeah. They shoot it out front. They,
2: they. they, they you know. Two guys
0: are pulling yeah. on a rope trying to drag yeah. it in.
2: <laughs> it's, so to your point, though, it's you wouldn't think of it just like driving by it. I think that was part yeah, of your point no. there. Yeah. There's a. I will say there's a lot of those places that are, not to use the Shell Station, but they're just like these hole in the wall places that you wouldn't really think of, like, oh, there's great food. And, like, there is really good food in some of these, like, random-looking mm-hmm. places. Well, the, the other thing, too, I, I think to the
0: identity part, this may play into that. But from, from Ohio, like, when we talked about barbecue, right, you had, like, you have your, like, Memphis. I'm just picking some of the ones that you've heard. Memphis barbecue, and you had, like, you know, Texas barbecue, and then you had Carolina's barbecue. Like, and I thought those were the... The, the ones like the, the Kansas city or Kansas, Kansas city, city, St. Yep. Louis. Yep. Like, I mean, there's, there's a lot of ones that were mentioned, but I always thought the Carolinas was one and I I've been told, and this is why I'm, I'm saying it kind of falls in the identity. It's not clear to me. So therefore that means there isn't an identity, but I was like, no, no, no. Right. I was told there's an East North Carolina barbecue and a West North Carolina. And I, and South Carolina and, and wait comes you just with mustard Like I sauce. thought the division was North and South Carolina, not, not East and West. Right, yeah. uh, so I'm still confused. I, when somebody says, do you want Carolina barbecue? I'm like, yes, because I don't know.
1: If it's, it's got a crapload of vinegar in it, it's East Carolina. Yeah, if it's, it's a tomato a sauce, it's West Carolina. If it's, And if you look at it and you're wondering why the hell your barbecue sauce is yellow, it's from South Carolina.
3: I made My a mustard world. barbecue sauce, and I hate mustard. And it was pretty damn good. Yeah, it came um, out. That's my good. favorite. Like a
1: white too. mustard, uh, a white barbecue sauce. We had it in up yeah. in Nashville, and it's like way down, like Alabama white barbecue sauce. And it's it's basically just mayonnaise with some seasonings. You
0: can count me it out of that one. That's for sure.
1: It was so good, like you know, on, white on quail. It was here. incredible. Yeah, white creamies.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, on quail. It's incredible. <laughs> Not for dinner, at least. <laughs> Not for dinner. <laughs>
0: Lord, um, why would you do that? I, good
1: barbecue. <laughs> well, it was a barbecue. It was a quail. Oh, there you go.
2: I think that, I mean, again, I'll be the positive. I think there's like pretty good barbecue. There's, you got to order what you, what you like. <laughs> All right. Somebody's trigger happy over there. Yeah. Talk. You have not been to the smoke
1: pit though yet. You have no. not
3: had the burnt ends at the smoke pit. I'm, I'm going to go there. You can would have, you, is, that, is that the
1: one in, uh, is there one in Burkdale? There might be one in Berkdale. There's one down in Monroe, I know, and there's one in Concord. Okay. And the burn tents are. Yeah, because it, if it's the same be.
0: place we're talking about, I would 100% agree with yeah. you. Smoke that's off the I chart. Want,
3: I don't go into a place going, oh, this is going to. I want to just love whatever's in there. Yeah. And as I was saying it, I was getting chastised, and then we ordered burnt tents, and then he says, Jesus is this beef jerky? I, it was. It was beef back. jerky. It was horrible. And
1: I, I apologize. I, I do know the owner. and He's a super nice guy, but your burnt ends suck that day. Do you guys go to Midwood? That, Midwood's oh, good. That's yeah. actually, okay,
3: yeah. that's the yep. place that I. Their the burnt, burnt ends are fantastic. Yeah, as well. see, but now are burnt ends a North Carolina thing or is it no. A Texas? No.
1: It's, it's a, it's a completely a Texas. Texas and Kansas City thing. So I don't know. It, it is hard. There is, I, I, I do want to give a shout out to one. I, I'm blanking on the name. Hopefully you guys can help me. There's an Italian place in the Bank of America uh, tower. It's down in the basement. You, you, you walk in off of college. Great lunch. Fant- I mean, best lunch for the price in town. An Italian place. Come on, Jack, look it up. Be the millennial that we know all know you can be.
2: Already on the phone. All right. He's working
1: on it, folks. Uh, really good lunch. And they actually they rushed us out one night because a lot of people go there before they go to the night or the Blumenthal or something like that. And we called the manager just be like, listen, you know, clearly, new waiter, just let them know that they we were kind of out on a date night, and they were trying to rush us through dinner, and it really wasn't that much fun. You know, we just weren't looking for anything. We just wanted to literally educate the, the, the waiter. They're like, come back. We are so sorry. Come back. And we came back, and they're like, yeah, everything's on us. And normally, like, when that's the case, you know, you pay for the wine. If you order wine, they're like, no, no, everything, everything's awesome. I'm like, wow, this is way above and beyond and and the food's excellent. And it is the cheapest, best. This, this fast lunch is amazing.
2: Angeline's? No. Um, You're failing as a millennial, Jack. That's I what I do a lot. You. I'm a terrible millennial. I don't have any social media other than LinkedIn. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the Folks, Bell so account. we're going to
1: have someone else on the next we're, podcast we're, we're uh, looking for a new millennial, millennial. To, uh, join the team
0: <laughs> <laughs> we we have an opening we have an opening for a millennial where, where would you where would you advertise to find those <laughs> don't ask me here uh, we should put Tinder? a tiktok video out there or something <laughs> nice uh, apparently
3: we just have to go to what's at south end and just, go. <laughs> can't work <laughs> just walk down the street
2: where the scooter rental shops are. Yeah, <laughs> just
3: go
1: to the scooter yeah, rental go, shops. Go yeah,
2: to the Bluebirds. I do a lot yeah. of scootering. I do. North Italia? Is that no,
1: no, 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 okay. no, no. Good luck. Luce. No.
2: Man,
3: this makes fun. <laughs> I hope cat it's
1: still cat. available. <laughs> I hope it's still around. There's Mimosa
0: Grill. Well, I, I don't overall, I, I think kind of a, while you're looking that up, I don't overall feel that, that there aren't good places to eat. Thank you. Yes. I do think there that.
3: There are. They're good.
0: I feel that there was a Aria. lot. Aria yeah. Tuscan Grill. <clears throat> Let's give it up I, I to Aria. Over that one. All right. But I, I feel there's a lot of restaurants that are, it, and this is, again, an appearance. It doesn't mean that you can't go if you're not this, but that are set towards, like, the corporate people, the folks that are coming in to visit the Bank of Americas, the people like that, where they're great, good food restaurants, but they're not much different than the good food restaurants at any town. And that's what I'm saying is, like, I don't have yep. that spot that, like, you could roll up in like flip flops and a t shirt and get really good food for, for 14 bucks, you know, or something like that. Yep. Like, those are the places that I'm looking for because I don't want to have to plan it out. I want to just, you know, I'm hungry. You know, it sounds good. Let's go to Cabo Fish Taco and grab some tacos. And mm-hmm. I've done that. And that's a place that kind of fits that category. Yep. You know, it may not meet your fish
2: I'm not, taco requirements, I, but I, I give it I a need shot. To go there. He's a I'd fish try. taco snob. No, yeah. I'm you're, you're a fishy snob. But we,
0: we welcome fish anybody snob. that makes fish tacos that wants to put Brandon to the test. We will allow that on oh, the yeah. show. Yeah. We'll, and we'll have him taste test it, honestly. Yeah.
3: If you're going to give me a shredded cod, yeah, he's going to be a problem. He's actually more of it a carp It needs to be carp chunky guy. and it Carper needs to be
1: blackened catfish. and there needs to be a really good sauce on it. Yeah, <laughs> But I mean, to your point, though, like Bricktop Brick in, in South Park consistently produces a, a good meal. It's it's a very good meal. The service is excellent. It's extremely consistent. Is it something that you walk out of there being like that was amazing? I can't wait to come back. No, but it's consistently really good. So I think so that's what Charlotte's kind of has.
0: My context for the example that I that I gave is there. So not far from where I lived uh, in Bowling Green, Ohio, there's one in Ann Arbor. So you may remember this, Russell, but it was called Mr. Spots. Yeah. And Mr. Spots made Philly cheesesteaks. Mm-hmm. my understanding, the story behind it is, it was literally a man that had a restaurant in Philadelphia making cheesesteaks, moved out, started one in Ann Arbor, put one in Bowling Green. I think there's another one somewhere regionally close. My point with that is, is it's like a 7 or $8 cheesesteak with the, you get the traditional waffle fries, but it's like, it is the, melted cheese properly it's the shaved steak properly and and people that i know that are from philadelphia have come and said that's a cheesesteak but i don't i don't feel like i know a lot of the places that the taco people would say that's a taco that's a this where i would know to go when i have that craving
2: so i think there's a i think there's a couple things in that because especially in uptown and south end and like true charlotte proper there's stuff that pops up every other week So True
1: Charlotte proper. By the way, for those of you who don't know who aren't a millennial, true Charlotte proper is basically the entirety of Mecklenburg County. Um, So Jack is being a South End snob.
2: Thank you. I'm a Sedgefield snob now, too. Sedgefield Um, snob. But there's a new place that pops up every week, so it's it's tough to have like... Like, I'm not even a regular anywhere. There's a there's a brewery called Suffolk Punch that has food, they have wine, they, they've got everything. Is phenomenal. the
1: Korean meat
0: place still there?
2: So, yes, we were there for karaoke. I was exactly going to bring yeah. the same thing
0: up. Is, but, That's good. like, I've been to Seoul, Korea. Mm-hmm. I've been to Korean barbecue as it is. And I've been to places in the U.S. that do really good Korean barbecue. And I, I enjoyed my experience there, food and the entertainment. Mm-hmm. But on the door, it has a sign that says, this is not a true Korean barbecue. Yeah. And... and if you know that, then you're fine. If you're look, if you're like somebody that, like, hey, I'm, I used to live in in Korea and I moved right. to Charlotte, I'm looking for Korean. Or barbecue. if you've
1: been, to it's K- good that they let K Town in Los Angeles, which
2: you might as well be in Korea. <laughs> so I, bad driving and all. I know we're I know we're wrapping up, but I think the point is, even from a business perspective too, you go in with the right expectation, and okay, it's not real. This isn't from Korea. It's you know, but it's still pretty good. It's and, good. And, and I think too, you it it takes time because like. Inevitably,
0: all these people moving here, businesses relocating here, restaurants pop up. I mean, that's just the way it is. Different concepts will work. Some have stuck around, some haven't. But I think, you know, the, the, the where it was five, ten years ago to the where it will be in five or ten years, I would expect that bridge to be gapped. Like, yep, I think agreed. they'll cross that and there'll be more. And I think it's probably headed that way. We don't even know it because we're seeing it. So See, like, you guys don't know because right?
1: I, I moved here in 2010. In 2010, it was god-awful. And then johnson and wales moved here uh, from charleston and it has improved dramatically but the problem is is like there has to be a reward for amazing food and i'm not sure that the people of charlotte are food people Um, we're beer people
2: yeah because we have 40 something yeah 40
1: somewhat breweries so i don't know how we managed to start talking about outdoor activities which are plenty and we wound up talking about crappy food. I think that's, um, that's, that's all unscripted. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> what happens
2: when you come here without really a script or a couple of beers, any self-control. <laughs> I think that's our episode title, though. Camping and tacos. That's camping and tacos. Yeah.
1: Questionable tacos.
2: (laughs) Well,
0: we should before we end because these are some of our beginning episodes, right? So we should make sure to uh, just remind the viewers who they're listening to beyond just uh, the voices. So, yeah, maybe do that real quick and we close it out. What do you guys say?
1: Sure. Uh, This is Russell Hughes from Hughes Realty Advisors. We are commercial real estate brokers, we are middle market specialists. We bring Fortune 100 experience to the middle market.
0: Man, his radio voice just got way better yeah. this episode. Oh my goodness, am
1: I talented oh, yeah. when I'm promoting myself? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, th-
2: <laughs> this is Jack Tompkins, the optimist and, uh, of Pineapple Consulting Firm, and uh, we help small businesses become data-driven. Brandon
3: Avenue with Superior Data Solutions. I can say my name. Superior Data Solutions. We're a full-service IT and managed service provider or solutions providers, I like to say.
0: Well, if you need Russell to do yours next time, Brandon, uh, that's fine. I might. Can, I might. Can this is Brandon Avia
1: coming at you from IT Data Solutions. Yeah. <laughs> Only
0: about 10% of that was right, but that's okay.
1: I don't care. I'm not actually tended, I just have a voice.
0: Oh, all right. And uh, I'm Brian Johnson. I own Main and & Johnson, and we are a business coaching and consulting company uh, working to get businesses to where they're going to go faster than you would on your own so yeah all right take <laughs> us so out. much everybody take us out <clears throat>